What is up? What is up? What is up, y'all? It's another day, another time, and another week for the Godly View. You guys, you guys, you guys, we have a great episode in store for you all tonight. We have a powerful guest that's going to be on here with us tonight. We are excited. I got my sisters up in here with me tonight. So we're going to start it off with the theme song. And then I'm going to turn it over to my sisters and let them do their thing. Hello, 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 my godly, godly view family. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, to um, our weekly showing of our show. What everybody knows and are familiar with us. Um, we come on every week, or not every week, every other week. Now, I'm still used to that every week. Ain't that something? <laughs> every other week to kind of dialogue with you all about awesome topics and just trending topics and just kind of sharing in our, our insight on a lot of the things going on in today's world, giving you all a much needed godly perspective on everything. And so before we get on into everything, we're gonna introduce ourselves. Um, I do wanna send our prayers and our blessings with our sister, um, Daisy. Um, she has some things that have been going on that she's been dealing with her family. And since we just wanna let you know if you have to see this replay, if you're watching, um, we love you and we send our prayers with you. Yeah. And also our sister, Andrea. But um, as you see, I am one of your co-hosts on tonight on the show is Janine Lamb. I'm a coach and um, I love being on here with my sisters. Listen, we always yeah. have such a good time and you, you all just don't know, even behind the scenes, we're always just so, uh, you know, it's fun. It's fun being a part of this crew and a part of this um, establishment and just seeing what God is doing through each of us. But um, I'm gonna turn it over to my other lovely sisters and let them introduce themselves before we get on into the show today. Right, all right. Hello, 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 everyone. I'm Stephanie Sonia, aka Pastor Greer. Um, I'm the online pastor for Kingdom Culture Church based in Palm Bay, Florida. I'm a recording artist and author, and the, what's most dear to my heart, I'm wife of the Clifford William Greer II. <laughs> and welcome, welcome, welcome to The Godly View. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Jessica. I'm your neighborhood therapist. Uh, also mom, also, I don't know, a friend, daughter, whatever you want to call it. So yes. amongst these other ladies that I work beside who do it all, um, we have a great show prepared for you today. Um, I can't wait to get into the topic. Our co um, Our special guest has also been excited to share on our topic today. Um, and I guess if we're ready to bring her on, we have Miss Meredith Townsend. Everybody, my neighborhood's okay. Everybody else been from Florida, but she's a Kentucky girl. So, so I'm gonna let her um, introduce herself and give her a little background into who she is and what she does. Well, I am a Kentucky girl, but I am from Tennessee. So I call myself a Kentucky Tennessean. So we are we are sisters, we're neighbors. So uh, I am currently in Bowling Green, Kentucky. I am a entrepreneur, a Christian life coach, um, a 
I'm I'm just like you, Jessica. Sister, mom, everything that you need me to be at the time. When you're sisters, sometimes you got to kind of fit roles all the time. You got to be the mom, put the mama hat on. Sometimes, sometimes you have to put the friend hat. Sometimes you have to pray for somebody. Sometimes you have to wear so many hats. So God has blessed me to be able to wear hats, but also have people in my circle that wear those hats for me. So. So God is so good. I'm so glad to be here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We're glad to have you. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, um, as I was sharing with you, um, Meredith, behind the scenes, I mean, and those of you all who watch us and that follow us, you all are kind of familiar with our flow. Y'all know we like to kind of get into some trending topics, some hot topics, just kind of touch on what's going on in the world around us. And we get into our topic on um, the topic of today's show is actually what to do during the wait. And we're going to discuss that with our sister here. And, um, and like I said, just get into some chit chat about it, you know, give some thoughts on um, that whole concept and just, you know, some of our ideals and thoughts behind it. But to kick this show off, um, trending topics, you know, what's crazy. There's always something going on in the news. It's always something trending, you know, but one of the things that's been trending here lately in these last few days or week or so is, um, well, I don't even say for the last few months or so, but it seems like it's always a new thing on the topic is um, Kanye West. Kanye West has been trending because he has been going through a divorce and going through a um, just a, a, a separation from his wife, uh, Kim. Um, and because of that, it's been a lot of repeat things that have come up. And I see that we had we had a, a, a one article we saw recently that said that he was being he was accusing Kim of kidnapping their daughter. And um, yeah, our, our, our dear Kanye, he has been in the headlines quite a bit over the last year or so. But you all, what do you all think about this? Because we know Kanye West has been um, not only in the news because of this particular topic or article about him, this whole accusation of the kidnapping, but even from the standpoint of him being a believer in um, having his, you know, I guess, infiltration into that, that faith-based arena and just the backlash that has kind of come on both sides from that perspective. But do you all think that there's, there's uh, some funny business going on with Kim and Kanye and his, um, his, his, his claim against her with this uh, whole kidnapping ordeal? Or do you think we're dealing with something bigger and deeper beyond uh, just a possible, uh, uh, what, they, what, did, what did he say it was, uh, kidnapping? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely bigger and deeper than what the headlines are. Um, we're dealing with spiritual aspects when you are dibbling and dabbling you know, around different people mm-hmm. in different environments, especially the entertainment industry is so, even for gospel artists, it is so difficult to navigate that without getting caught up. Yeah. So you have the fame aspect, um, you have the spiritual aspect, and you also have the mental health aspect. Um, he has been open with a lot of the things that he has been struggling with. We all know when his mother passed away, that was that was a catalyst for a lot of different things that went on in his life. So um, it's, it's multiple things. And it's almost like with each situation, it's almost like you kind of pinpoint, Oh yeah, that's the spiritual coming in. Yeah. That's the mental health coming in. Yeah. That's the fame part coming in. So it's hard to watch Mm -hmm, uh, because I'm also someone that struggles with mental health issues Mm -hmm. with depression, anxiety, um, all that stuff. So it's hard to see someone that has been so vocal about their mental health struggles so much and it's and it then it begs the question where is the support system where is the team where are the people that are supposed to be kind of wrangling him you know the celebrities have their team their pr people where are the pr people you know he's just kind of out there it's, it's yeah. hard to watch. 
Yeah. Let's face it, though. Sometimes when you are out there like that, um, people don't care about you per se. They -hmm. care about your gift. So they're they're pretty much pimping your gift and everything else. But to to care about the person itself. Yeah. mm, Sometimes you don't have that, you know, even in everyday life, not even just being a celebrity in everyday life. You have minimal people that really want to get to know you and to love on you. But you have a whole bunch of people that want to hang around when you're up on top of the mountain. So I think that's a little bit about what he's going through. If he had that one person and I bet that probably was his mom at one point. You know, if, since his mom is gone now, you know, it's probably nobody that really is taking um, him under their wing like that. And I, I think parents love you unconditionally through a lot of different things. Yeah. And you have to find those people in your life that will do that and is not afraid to yeah. say something to you. And I think that may be a lot of things, too. You got a lot of yes people around you. Mm-hmm. So, I um, think Kim was probably that at the beginning of their relationship. But I think mm-hmm. now... Kim, like it might be Kim might be trying to use that mental health piece more towards like to keep her to keep the children away, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't make good decisions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, I think you're right, you know, uh, Meredith, that it I think his mom was probably, you know, and he probably felt that like she was probably mm-hmm. the last person who really cared about me, just not my not who I was to like as a performer in my my gift she just cared about made sure i was good mm-hmm. you know and so um but i think you know kim's team now you know i've i think you've heard people say once you get into that kardashian clan like don't you, they don't want you around no more they get you out real quick right the whole, the whole you know and so you know you, you got you know, although he's got a, a big following, you know, they're going to protect that name at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you actually break up a good point when you make mention about this whole uh, storyline that's come behind what comes as being associated with the Kardashian family. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing that's concerning for me, and I'm not going to lie, over the course of these last few years, I've been one of those ones that's kind of been um, somewhat unfortunately straddling the fence on my thoughts and views on Kanye, mm-hmm. um, but always still trying my best to come at things and to view things from a grace posture and just, you know, from, you know, from a love perspective or whatnot. And always, of course, even I'll even go as far as to say, even wishing the best and wishing that, you know, hoping yeah. for the better, if you could say, but if I got to be honest about it, y'all, he, he, there are some things that are concerning. And, and when I say yeah. that it's because the, the, the one thing that I saw recently um, that really struck a chord with me is that there was an article I saw that made reference to the fact that he had recently released um, his own version of the Bible. And, and in this Bible, he took out everything that's referred to God or Jesus and he replaced it with his name. Mm-hmm. So let's just say in the beginning, Kanye mm-hmm. created the heavens and earth and so forth and so on throughout the Bibles. And, you know, when you, and, and from my understanding, even though I, 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 mm-hmm. I can't, because I know I can stand to do research on it, you know, I kind of take the, articles as they are but um from my understanding that was something that was released recently let's just say within the last year or so like it wasn't something that was done prior to um you know all of this whole talk about him supposed to be you know coming over to the faith and so forth and so you know i'm like mm-hmm. you know stuff like that makes it hard for me to know like come on man come on we rooting for you but you know right even though he may you know i think jesus walk was probably the last real record that he put that that might be geared towards faith that really didn't have an undertone to it 
Mm-hmm. But everything else has this undertone of, yeah, we're talking about God, but kind of like I'm the God, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. it has that undertone. And yeah. so um, I, I'm with you there. <laughs> I think, you there. I'm with you there. <laughs> well, do you think that putting out this gospel album and all that stuff was a catalyst to to everything else so that people can start to believe him and all of that and then go into this other stuff that he's I you don't know. doubt it because you hear about yeah. them putting undertones of demonic stuff in records. Yes. You know, yeah. you, you hear about that. Mm-hmm. You hear yeah. like you slow it down enough, then you'll hear whatever. Yeah. Now I've never tried that, but you know, like, but if you just really sit and listen, like there was a Janelle Monet song. I just I was working out and I was really just listening to the words. I was like, the whole time yeah. I didn't realize it. You yeah. know, I was like, and I stopped listening to that song just because I was like, mm, I don't really yeah. agree with that, you yeah. know. And so mm-hmm. you don't it's it just becomes so catchy sometimes you don't see it. But I think mm-hmm. I think you know the desensitization, desensitizing yeah. people yes. is yeah. that's the start of it. So he you know, he started mm-hmm. with the music. If I get catchy lyrics and I get catchy, I can desensitize and mm-hmm. And yeah. it's some of the most popular songs that we love, like uh, Rain on Me and yeah. all those so- songs and kind of turn them around and put Jesus name the in them, which made us, for one, have a familiar spirit with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Familiarity. Mm-hmm. Then for two, it it caused us to think that, oh, he he loves God because he's putting Jesus in it and all these other things. You know, then the people of faith. Now, he didn't have all the people of faith until then. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. some of them were battling. Some of them were yeah. like, okay, well, I know who Kanye is, yeah. so I'm not going to, you know, succumb to his his uh, antics, so to speak. Then you had these other people like, oh, thank the Lord. You know, he's come up to the Lord. You know, yeah. and you have these, you have, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, it's emotional. So music, if you if we look back in how music was back in the Bible days and how the devil was the best, like he was the minstrel yeah. of yeah. all minstrels, mm-hmm. you know, so how music, even how music sets the tone of our, our days, like you can listen to a sad song and cry and then you can listen to this type of song and you feel joy or, you know, and then so it was the spirit in which music that's behind music gets into our, our souls, our very souls. Yeah, yeah. And it makes us have this emotional feeling that we don't understand sometimes. And I think even with my daughter, when she listened to some of his uh, Sunday mu- Sunday morning music, she was kind of like iffy. She was like, well, I know who he is. but then, And then in her mind, she couldn't decipher in her spirit, like what to believe. So mm-hmm. he, you know, music can put you in so many tones that we have to be watchful and we have to be prayerful about what's going on. I knew there was something going to come behind this. So he wasn't going to set nothing up. All these years, he's been talking about one thing. Yeah. And then you come over here and you say something about God. He's not just going to change this overnight like that. Yeah. Something yeah. had to come behind it. And now it's this Bible you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, so now is, oh, I got the, the ear of the people of God now. You know, so now... Let's do this. Let's yeah. see what happens. So he's kind of testing the waters. Yeah. yeah. What's going to happen if I do this? Then I give him a little bit more. Then I give him a little bit more. And then bam, it's over with. Yeah. You know, so we have to be watchful and prayerful in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. So, and I, th- I think that's the trick, or I, not not the trick, but I guess that's the that's the the catch when it comes down to how to handle things with Kanye. Because I know a lot of people, like even like, like I said myself, 
have been really torn on how to approach things because again, like I said, I've always been one that's really prayerfully been rooting for him, hoping that it turns out the best. Like, cause obviously we all know that he's a very iconic individual as far as any the the the, 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 the stage and the platform that he has, you know. And so, um, of course, if he were to come over to Christ and be fully committed and true as right. to see on that space, like that would be like massive, right? Mm-hmm. But um, at the same token. I know the enemy is crafty, you know, and yeah. I think I think I saw even Crystal Livingston mentioned in the comments. She said, where's his village? You know, and it's like, yeah. you know, it's so many levels and layers to be able to write the divide and to be able to discern what you're dealing with. And I, I think that's the risk that that we want. And it's not and it's not just Kanye, if we're honest. You know, we see that yeah. in other spaces just out here in life as it is, you know, just that 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 being caught between the world carnal space versus the, the true well, faith and the walk of faith, you know? That's what the Bible says. My sheep will know my voice, right? Mm-hmm. And so you gotta, so you gotta stay in the word to, for, you know, even if you are a Christian listening to his music, you'll be able to pick out, well, that ain't quite right because, mm-hmm. you know, only God can do that, you know, or whatever. So. That's good. That's know. good. Yeah, we just got to keep him in prayer at the end of the day, you know, because God, he sees all and he knows all. And I know um, as much as it, I'm not going to lie, it disturbs my heart when I do see things like this come up and you have the, that, that crucify him type of a mentality, how people go at things, you know, Mm -hmm. even those that claim to be wanted to, I guess, expose or, you know, put him on blast in essence, like, I'm always looking like, you know, where's the love, you know, like, there's Mm got to be a way to do it if you really, you know, it says he who wins souls must be wise, you know, and I think, um, even looking at things with Kanye West and, you know, and like even I think with Persephone, I think you mentioned it earlier that um there's so many different layers of what's taking place with him, you yeah. know, and, and that's why he needs a village, you know, that's why he needs people praying for him, you know, just as anybody else that's lost out in the world because the enemy, I'm trying to tell you, um, I'm always careful to judge because, you know, even though I've not obviously dealt with the things that he himself are dealing with, but I've been in a space in my, you know, in the past, you know, before I rededicated my life to Christ where I was like, okay, you know, you kind of find yourself bound in a space that you probably never thought you'd be at. And it takes the deliverance of God to get you through it type of a thing. And it's like, okay, when you go through a place like that, you like, you're careful to judge somebody because you don't know what things they're spiritually dealing with that's got them bound, you know, and kind of caught up in everything. So it's so many levels and layers to it. But, you know, I guess from a godly view, it's like, okay, hold on. How do, how do people of faith handle it? That's the, that's the hard thing about us, the people in the faith base. It's like, we're so we want to call out sin and we want to call out what we feel to be wrong, but mm-hmm. we're doing it in a way that's not pr- producing results to draw people in, you know, if that makes sense, you know, like, I think that's where we kind of dropping the ball at is yeah. knowing how to still, yes, be, be stern or firm on your stance about sin and about what's right and wrong, but somehow find that, that blend or that balance to be able to do it so that people are still won over to Christ, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's all about the fruit. You know, if you take the fruit out of the basket, you end up looking like a basket case. Mm-hmm. End up looking like, <laughs> oh, what, what, what do you stand for? What, what, what do you represent? And as a musician, as a Christian musician, I have a responsibility of what I put out in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I write songs about all different subjects. Mm-hmm. And even if I write a song about being upset about something, the cusp mm-hmm. of it is, yeah, I'm upset but God is going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hurt, but God is going to handle it. Yeah, I feel down about this situation. Yeah, I feel heartbroken, but God is going to make it right. There always has to be something to bring it back around to Christ. Mm-hmm. So with him proclaiming Christ one minute and then living his life a certain way the next minute, um, you have to, it's always about the fruit. Yeah. 
and we have a responsibility. Now, of course, with secular Hollywood stuff, music stuff, of course, they're not uh, paying attention to, well, they are paying attention to it, but they're, doing, they're on the opposite side. Mm. But with us, the godly view of it is that when we put out content, whether it be graphic design or music or acting or fashion or whatever it is, we always have to make sure that we are aware of what we're putting out there. Mm. Be intentional. Because let me tell you something, the devil is intentional. Mm. Even more intentional. Christianity is not passive. No part of Christianity is passive. From salvation to the moment you leave this earth, you have to be intentional about how you live for Christ. So this is an example of what not to do. So when you say you live for Christ, you have to actually represent that. And, And like Janice said, you know, we have to not judge him in the sense of putting him down or, you know, having that mob mentality, we have to really lift him up in prayer because even though he's doing things that we don't understand or we don't agree with. And he don't understand. Right. And though he's dealing with mental health issues, though he's dealing with spiritual issues, he's still a soul. And mm-hmm. until he leaves this earth, he has a, an opportunity to get it right. Yeah. But the, I was thinking about when you said that that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against no. principalities, the rulers of darkness in high places. Yeah. A lot of us don't understand. Mm-hmm. He, he don't understand. He just yeah. does doing what his creative, you know, thoughts are telling him. And also sometimes people can get in your ears. Yes. And you'd be thinking, okay, because uh, it was a certain young man and he, um, he, he found out some truths about Bible or whatever, but when you can't, when you get too much, my mom used to say, "Don't eat too much. You might get sick." Mm-hmm. So if you don't know how to to really decipher the word or decipher the, the information that you're giving, you're going to get sick, and then do all these different things that you don't understand. And right. I think that's kind of where he is right now. Oh, you talk, you mean to tell me such and such and such and such? Okay, well let me write a song about it. Let me write this. You know, so. I don't really even think that he understands what he's mm-hmm. so It's up to us. Um, the scripture said that we should be praying that the, the kingdom of God that's up in heaven will be the same here on earth. And yeah. what you should be doing is pulling down those strongholds yeah. instead of just saying, oh, okay, um, uh, Kanye's this, Kanye's that, that. We need to be pulling down those strongholds. <laughs> There's some strongholds that's on our children, yeah. on, our, on our spouses, on our friends. Everybody in this in, in the United States has some type of stronghold, and we uh, that, who are spiritual should be down on our knees yeah. and pulling down the strongholds. Yeah. That's what we're here to do, and we're not here to to do anything, judge or anything, because we cannot judge anybody because yeah. everybody has something in their closet. Amen. And somebody had to pray for me. If it, if somebody had prayed for me, and I didn't have a praying mother, honey, I don't know where I'd be right now. Yeah. So I, I'm telling you, I, I was something else. So I have to make sure that I'm doing the same thing for somebody else because yeah. somebody else needs prayer. I'm on the other side of that now, but it didn't. Yeah. Take, it, it didn't come just by nothing. Yeah, by somebody praying and pulling down those strongholds in my life. So That's I cool. agree 100 with you all. Wow, listen, you, listen, you almost, you almost got me over here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'd like to say to that, you know, uh, kind of tying that into our topic, what to do while you wait, you know, after this kind of like, it, it, you know, if they decide to go their separate ways or whatnot, you know, um, in that, 
in doing that. It, well, it makes me sad first to see just another black man, you know, going down, like yeah. not having anybody, not having a space to where somebody is really trying to, to trying to pour into versus take out, take mm. out, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, that's my, my scope for all black men out there. It's okay to have your battles, but find somebody who really wants to help you. Like, yes. It's okay to go see a therapist. It's okay to go see your pastor. It's okay. Yes. You know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to do whatever. You know, that mm -hmm. strong man mentality does not have to be where you are all the time because, yes. you know, your future awaits you and needs a better, you know, that better version of you can be there. But yes. it's what you do while you wait is if you're going to be that better version when you get there. And yes. so, you know, hopefully Kanye will you know, if they do decide to separate, he can get some people in his corner that really care about him and really, you know, he will seek that out. Somebody, you know, will pull him aside and say, hey, you know, you're going down a wrong way. You know, this is going to lead to the end of you kind of versus yeah. the, you know, a better you. Mm -hmm. So, um I know that's that's all I want to say, but kind of tying that into the topic, like, you know, what is he going to do while he waits? Like, you know, as we see right now, he's got a lot of stuff just within himself that he that he needs to take hold of, you know, mm -hmm. and heal himself as far as well, um, as far as like his hurts and, you know, just getting in the proper headspace, yes. because right now he's it seems like he's just pulling straws from everywhere. You know, wherever he can pull from, it's just kind of like, okay, this will make it. This will make it better. This will make it better, and you know, yeah. that's not going to help him in the end. Y'all, saying some stuff. Y'all saying some stuff, and 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 I, I know those who are viewing. I know y'all probably catching all. I'm, listen, I'm catching all the nuggets, <laughs> the nuggets <laughs> that are being shared just amongst all the, you know, just the comments and things that each of us have had to share so far on this uh, just topic overall. You know, I I I just even want to emphasize what Meredith said about that that prayer because um. Listen, have like like what Jessica and Meredith said, having somebody there that can play as a voice of reason or just that that yeah. support, if you want to say, having that um there in your corner, and then that prayer that went. When I tell you, people, the the truth is still that prayer changes things. You know <laughs> that that prayer makes a difference. And um, I, 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 if you if you don't mind, I'm just gonna share this one of the quick little story because there's a friend of mine. She's she's a lady of prayer, and I know that we're all women of prayer. And she she told me a story one time about um a, a dream that her that God had given her, and he she was saying how in the dream she saw a sister of hers that was going down a path that was leading to hell, right? Mm -hmm. And she said she saw the end of this path and how there were people just jumping off this cliff into this like let's just say bottomless pit. She had the knowledge to know that they were, you know, go jumping into our going into hell, right? And she said that she was praying for her sister because she saw her sister go on that path, and she her sister progressed all the three points to get to the edge of this 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 abyss that she they were going to jump in. And she said that God showed her that her prayers gave her the ability to come in and intercept her sister jumping down. And she said that she was able to intercept and like, and she said that she prayed and she prayed until her sister turned around mm -hmm. and walked away from the. Walked away from the um, from jumping in. Yeah. She said coming out of that was that she said she was so heartbroken because she said she saw so many of the other individuals that were just jumping in, jumping in, and there were no one, there was no one there to intercede and to yeah. intercept them going in. And it's, it's the same thing like Kanye. Like you know, even though I know Kanye does have a, he had a praying mother and he had his family has a faith background, but 
we all people we prayer we need prayer to god like like uh meredith said those strongholds those those that those spiritual that bondage is no joke yeah. and i think that's what us as a body of christ we need to do um more so is just be a be a voice of reason to stand in the gap and to be a person of prayer because having a judging mouth you know what i'm saying or words that judge without anything that's going to really bring a change like what's the what's the purpose you know mm-hmm. yes but uh whew, listen y'all almost got me excited over here but that's, the, but that's the thing you hit the nail on the head intercede yeah. somebody needs to be standing in the gap yeah. get out of your own mind get out of your own i'm telling you this this world is going to hell in a handbasket and somebody can stand in the place of these of, of the people of god and the people period mm-hmm. you know somebody needs to be standing in the gap yeah where are we what where are the intercessions where are the true men and women of god that are getting on their knees yeah. like like you said prayer does change things but the reason why things are not being changed is because we're not praying yeah, we're not praying. The, the, the scripture said, "If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, pray, yes. seek my face, turn yes. from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Our land can be healed. God is God is true, and every yes. other man is alive. He yes. said that we we can heal our land, but we yeah. need to get out of ourselves and get on our knees. Yes. Sometimes we need to. Sometimes we need to just be." Uh, um, I think we, we we're selfish sometimes and we're like, oh, it ain't happening to me. So I'm good. You know, my family's good. So whatever, you know, but what about somebody else's family? Yeah. What about yeah. your neighbor? What about yeah. somebody across the street? If your family's fine, then go and pray for somebody else. Yeah. You know, God, God is waiting on us to take our rightful places. Amen. Waiting. He's ready to heal. He's ready to, to heal our land, but he wants us to yeah. take our rightful places. I can't stress that enough. We got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Listen. Amen. Woo. Amen. Listen, look at my amen hand going on here. <laughs> 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 I'm kind of finish segueing into our main topic because I know Jessica did kind of switch that to kind of segue things in, but because I see a comment um, from Roger. Um, Rogers, um, he said here that um, the separation, talking about for Kim and Kanye, might be best because he said that not every marriage is put together by God, right? And that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess what I, the question I would like to pose in relation to that is that, you know, when it comes down to us as believers, right, and when we're in that waiting stage, right, where we're, we're waiting to become together, to be joined together with somebody that would be our, you know, lifelong partner, our spouse, um, do you all feel that in light of that wait or that, that period of waiting, that there is something that the church is lacking in teaching us when it comes out because I know me personally when I talk when I hear people talk about the weight of the church they're 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 more so talking about the sexual sexual part yeah but do you do you feel as if there's something that we as believers are lacking teaching people about that waiting process to help us better see success in the outcomes of our relationships and the things that we're encountering in life yeah there's there's a lot missing because there's more emphasis on the list mm-hmm. of things that you want in a spouse rather than thinking about their character because mm-hmm. you know different things can be added but you when it comes to a person's character um you have to be very clear in the type of person you want to be your spouse mm-hmm. and like janice said you know there's the focus on okay keep your legs closed you know 
don't be in anybody's bed. Okay, well, what's beyond that? Because we know that even when people do get married, you can't have sex 24 hours a day. So there's got to be something outside of that. Um, How does this person reason? You know, what is their temperament like? Um, Are they patient? You know, and when it comes to learning how to wait, there is a way to wait the right way and a way to wait the wrong way. Waiting and being bitter, mm-hmm. waiting and being impatient, um, waiting and being antsy and trying to figure out, okay, well, how can I make myself more appealing to the opposite yeah. sex? Instead yeah. of saying, how can I make myself more appealing to the Lord? Oh my. How can I make myself more fragrant to the Lord? How can my life be more attractive to God and attract more people to God? Mm. There's all this emphasis on a spouse, a spouse, a spouse, a spouse, a spouse. But there are things that people accomplish years before they even get married. Mm. So there has to be an emphasis on make sure that you are the type of person that someone would want to marry. Not just focusing on what you want, but focusing on being the type of person that someone would want to take home to their parents and say, this is the person that I want to marry. Or saying, this is the person I want my children to be like. People don't think about that. When they have, when they, you know, decide they want to be with somebody, they don't think about the fact that my children are going to look and act and reason like this person. Mm -hmm. They're going to have some of their personality. You know, they're not, they're just going to be certain they're like, yep, that's your daddy or (laughs) young. People don't realize that. And, you know, when you're waiting for something, it's like, it's like going to a restaurant and you are on the way to the restaurant, right? Say the restaurant's like 20 minutes away. But you stop by two or three other fast food restaurants on the way to the mm-hmm. restaurant. So when you get there, you're full. You don't even want what you ha- what you were waiting for anymore because you're like, oh, I already got something. But it wasn't what you needed. It wasn't mm-hmm. what was best for you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people. And, and let me let me interject by this man <laughs> thing. When people talk about manifest, I'm manifesting my spouse. I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting. <laughs> It's more about manifesting than it is about waiting on God. Yeah. And it's like you you have faith, but you have to have faith in the timing as well. You have to 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 know that if it doesn't happen in your timing, that doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. But people and all I see on Instagram manifest, manifest, manifest. I'm manifesting this. It's like are you praying though? Are you how you gonna manifest the house, but you're not trying to save money? But you're not going to counseling to deal with that childhood trauma. How are you manifesting uh, uh, your summer body, but you had Krispy Kreme? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm still working on that one, sis. Don't worry about it. We come home from the gym. Every time we come back from the gym, the hot light is on. And I'm like, <laughs> I used to get like kind of tight in the chest. Now I'm just now like, I mm-hmm. I the hot light is on. Yeah, praise God. We gonna go into the house. But yeah, people focus more on the what is what it what God sees as witchcraft. Because what yeah, we're doing way. is we're trying to gain things without Him. That's yeah. witchcraft. Period. Amen. Any type of manipulation. Okay, God, I did this, this, and this. I'm um, I'm abstinent. I'm going to church. I'm tithing. I'm taking care of other people. I'm doing other stuff. Where's my spouse? That's manipulation. That. That's witchcraft. Yeah. Because your heart isn't in the right place. So the church does not teach enough on how is your heart 
in relation to what you desire. Because yeah. then when you get the spouse, once you attain this big grand thing that you've been taught, you're not a real person until you get married. You're not worthy until you get married. You're not, you know, respectable until you get married. Okay, well, then when you get that, then what? Yeah. If that's all you're focused on. Um, so there has to be, the church doesn't teach enough on the balance of it all. That's where mm -hmm. there are so few singles ministries. Mm -hmm. And the singles ministries are not meant to be hookup spots. Yeah. They're meant to enrich single people. Mm -hmm. I, I have not really had a lot of uh, experience with having a healthy singles ministry, except for SSNK, um, which is actually where I met Janine, um, single, single saved, no kids, and um, uh, run by uh, Elder Tamel Brown. That's really the, uh, the main place that I got a lot of my interaction with other single people where it wasn't like we trying to hook up, we trying to hook people up, you know. So the, the church is lacking balance, in my opinion. Mm, mm, mm. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. <laughs> but you now know, Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> no, they got me. <laughs> but you know, so so I guess Meredith, if you don't mind, let me ask you a question because I know you mentioned that you're um, that you're a life coach, a spiritual life coach, amongst other things. And so, um, just I guess from your own experience, or just from you know things that you've encountered throughout your career, people that you've worked with, like what would you say is the biz biggest um, lesson or wisdom, word of wisdom that you've kind of gained just throughout your years as it relates to living your life and that and having to go through that season of waiting? If you could say. Yes, the first thing that I tell people most of the time is um, we got to go through a season of shedding the layers. The, the reason being is that when we get married, and I'm talking about even with my marriage, I was 25 when I got married the, the, uh, my, with my ex-husband. Ex mm -hmm. At that moment, from the time that we're born mm -hmm. to the time that we leave our parents' house or where, leave wherever we are, we are constantly being shaped in the mold of somebody else that somebody else wants us to be shaped in. So your parents, oh, she's so pretty. I think she should be a singer. I think, you know, my parents had it all set out for me that I should be, you know, a minister and I should be this and I should be that. A lot of it, my mom knew that God was telling her that that's who I was. But then other other things was her dream of who she wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, you're being shaped. And then this one might say, oh, well, you're too fat. Then you try to lose weight. And then your hair is this. Then you change your hair. Then you do all throughout your life. I'm going to say that when I was 25, I did not know me. Mm. I didn't know who I was. Every, I knew what everybody told me I was. I knew what everybody was putting on me. I knew that I was, you know, but what I truly was, I did not know. Mm -hmm. So the man, the woman that he married was somebody that I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. But then when I started growing and became my authentic self, I, I found my real self did not really, wasn't attracted to certain things that I was attracted to. My fake self was attracted to. Right, right. So my fake self was attracted to stuff that was like mesmerizing. He had to be this. He had to be look. He look had to look like this. He had to be a preacher. He had to be this. You know, he had to do this. And all these different things that my fake self loved, my real self really did. So I start telling them shed layers. Who are you? And then if they can't tell me who they are, well, we're gonna find out. 
Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when you get married, when you say yes, they're going to marry you. And when you turn in, if you if they marry a fake person, when you turn into your real person, it's not a possibility that they're going to love the real person. Mm. Wow. Now we say, okay, we love them. We, we, you know, married for love and all this stuff like that. But what about, I know we married for love, but what about, can we live with this person? That mm. Yes. Yes. Can we, can we, do we have the same outlook on life as each other? Yes, yes. We have the same um, walk with God, relationship yes. with God. Yes. Somebody that, that my real self now, somebody that gets me now is going to have to know that me and God are just like this. That part. I get up praying. I go sleep praying. I, you know, because I know the mandate in the in the in the the assignment that God has for me to do. And anybody that comes in with that has to be a part of the assignment. Yes, yes. And plus, love goes with that too. Yeah, you're part of the assignment. They can't be yeah. telling me, "Hey, why are you doing that?" No, you can't do that today. Blah, blah. No, we got to be working together in this thing. Yes, yes. You know, yes. so you got to look at those things. Don't ignore red flags when you see something that you it is for real. It is really for real. Yes, I've been there, done that, and spent the night. Yes, he. I mean, I, I love him dearly. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I love my ex husband dearly. And he's a wonderful man, but at that the person that I was, it, it, it we wasn't on assignment together. Mm -hmm. We was not, and it's not that we was both bad people. Right. We just was not. It wasn't wasn't supposed to be. And somebody put up about that we that even though somebody is married, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean God joined you together. And yeah. the scripture said, "What well, God joined together, let no man put asunder." Yeah. yeah. Ever a lot of these marriages God didn't put together. My you, God. Just, you just went out there and said, "Oh, he cute. Oh, she cute. Oh, let's do this." Mm. And and then when you do this, when you get in the bed and then you finish with having sex, then who is this person? Yes, yeah. And then yeah. When you get to know the real person. You say, "Oh, I don't even like that person." Exactly. Mm. You know, do yeah. you do you like him? Right, that light. Where you even like him? Did you get see him today and get married tomorrow? Do you like him? That's I hear some people say, I don't even like my wife. We sleep in separate rooms. Oh my lord! Yeah. Now what I did see my parents do. My parents were, oh my god, just a mess. Every day, my daddy comes into work from work. He's singing to her. Every day she's going, Daddy. You know, this, this for years, 40 something years, y'all. Wow. Even when they got mad at each other, they couldn't be mad. Mm -hmm. They'd be mad and then looking at each other on the other side of the couch, smiling. No. <laughs> and I did, that's where I got my foundation of what love yes. was. It wasn't always being on the same page because they weren't always on the same page. Right, However, right. at the end of the day, they agreed to disagree. They came to, to back together. Your view is your view, but I can live with that. Yeah. My view is my view, but I can live with that. We we got to make sure we, but then the reason why I feel like that they were really good, they met each other when they was 13 and 15, before they was able to really adapt to being a fake person. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they wasn't even... You know, they was their authentic selves. Yeah. They knew each other from their authentic selves. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when we meet each other, we meet the fake person mm -hmm. because, oh, she likes the church. Mm. Well, I'm going to get in church and I'm going to make her think that I'm a man of God because mm -hmm. that's why mm -hmm. she's My God. Then you ain't got enough. You over here batting your eyes 
and you ain't even prayed or nothing. You know, no, just no, seeing no. him looking at you all funny and stuff, and you looked at him all funny, and y'all just get all these butterflies, and then you, you know, but yeah. you never sought God. My God. Mm-hmm. You never asked your father, was yeah. this right for me? Mm. He might tell you if you stop batting your eyes that mm-hmm. this man will beat you. Right. He will beat you down just like he did everybody else in his life. Ooh. But you didn't seek him. God wants the best for us. He is our father and he wants everything that even the things that you desire, it means a lot to him. Yes. It means a lot to him. He said, it's my good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is my good pleasure to give my daughters what they need. He he puts you above everything. He even told the man how to how to love you. Mm-hmm. He, he down to the intricate thing he told him how to love you just like i love the church and gave myself for it but we will we'll, we will marry somebody that won't even give a dime for us Ooh, yeah. my lord <laughs> why do we look at ourselves so small that we won't even pick someone who would give a dime for us mm-hmm. who won't even show us that they care yeah when i said i want him to even give his very life for you my if a God. bullet was coming towards you, I want him to stand in front of it. Oh, That's yeah. how much he wants wants that man to love you. And mm-hmm. if you look at it in that way, you're like, I ain't taking nothing less. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I ain't taking nothing less. Yeah. You know, and there's one woman that a man will go give his very life for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't see that, mm-hmm. it's, that's not what God wanted for you. That's good. Yeah, it's not what he wanted, and so we um, a lot of times, first of all, shed those layers, know who you are, because then your real self knows what it wants. Yeah, don't waver. Ask God for what you want. Don't be afraid. Yeah, yes. Don't be afraid to ask God for specifically what you want. I don't care if it's a house or a car, a a, a man or whatever. Ask God for what you want. Don't be scared and do not waver. Right. Sometimes God can't bless us because we're like. You know, God, I want this. Then tomorrow, no, 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 God, I want this. No, 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 no. Never mind. I, I want this. Yeah. And you labor so much that God's like, shoot, I'm just waiting till you finish. And because you do not know what you want. Yeah. You know, yeah. We have to know what we want, and but our real selves will know what we want. Yeah. I know at this moment what I need mm-hmm. and what I want. Yes. I know at this moment that I my relationship with God means more to me than anything else in this whole entire world. Yes. And if he can understand that, we good. We, yes. we, we solid. You yes. know, if, if you can understand that, that the structure of the home as well is what mm-hmm. God has designed. And he designed the man to be strong. Mm-hmm. He, the man was strong and he held, holds everything up. He provides. He, yeah. he covers your home. He is the strong man. He is the one that stands at the door and say, what do you want? Yes. He don't let his wife go to the door. He's the one that stands there at the door and he keeps everything. But us, we know everything. Mm. God made us that way. Yeah. Proverbs 31. Mm-hmm. We know everything, but we are strong enough to be submissive and make him think that he got it all going on. Right. We know that we we holding everything up. Mm-hmm. We gotta be. Un, we un, gotta understand. We gotta be women. Yes. We gotta be who God designed us to be. We are not strong enough to do nothing else. We can do it if we need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're not strong enough to. Yes. That's yeah. it. We don't have to. God put it all in place so then we wouldn't have to. Right. Yeah. We, we we but we have to know where we stand at. 
we have to we have to be in the place that we need to be because God God is coming. I believe with this with all my heart that God is putting families back together. He's putting the structure back together of families. That's what He designed, and we gotta be on. And we gotta we can't be sitting here talking. About, I ain't submitting to nobody. Amen. Right. I'm Amen. God. I'm gonna do what you want me to do. And if you want me to submit and be quiet, sometimes my daddy didn't come in the right way. He would come in fussing. And blah, 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 blah. my mama she'd cock her head to the side like, "Daddy, what are you talking about?" Just yeah. <laughs> so calm and so sweet and so. And he could not even rage at her. He'd be like, like he does. She could calm the very beast in him. Mm. Exactly. We we don't yeah. understand the power that God has given us behind yeah. our voice, mm-hmm. behind everything that He did. The the very woman that He put together was strategic and intentional. He knew that that if He put us in the in this role as a as as a meek and and light person, you don't have to always be hollering all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. calm down sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calm down, and then you'll see that it'll calm your house. A woman yes. can either make or break a house, honey. Yes. Raging, yes, Lord. <laughs> and if, if you know you set the pace of your house, mm-hmm. even when that man is going all off, get to your knees and pray. Listen, there you go. First, sometimes, I mean, it's, a, it's hard for me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then watch God work. Mm-hmm. You can't be working and God working at the same time. Right. Uh-uh. Let God work. If we let him work, it'll all come together. It always does. Right. You gotta wait on it. You gotta be patient. And God will always bring together. So if I can say the first very thing, find out who you are, baby. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because if you find out who you are, you all kind of stuff will start opening up for you. Because then God says, okay, she's in the place where I need her to be. She's in her authentic place. So I can bless her in her authentic place. But I can't bless Sheila and Diane and all these other personalities that she has. You know, Mm -hmm. I need her to be Meredith. And then when you're Meredith, Meredith gets the blessings that Meredith needs. God brings it right to my doorstep. I don't have to say nothing. He brings it right to my doorstep. There's a, there's, and one more thing, there's a strategic place and time for everything very if we got if we just got to understand that we're walking every day into our blessings Mm -hmm. it's like it's like when somebody gives you a a scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. and they tell you walk here go two places over here go three places over here and you'll find the first box then the second box is over here and that's how god works he already Mm -hmm. has it mapped out and planned yeah, exactly. You can't make him do nothing right now. What you how do you think you're gonna tell God what to do? Right. You make him do nothing right here and right now. He ain't your your uh what is a puppet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to tell you gotta ask God for what you want and yeah. allow him to allow you to, to be ready to walk in the places that he has designed for you. And it takes okay. time sometimes. It takes him him uh, cultivating you. It mm-hmm. takes him just uh, um, allowing you to learn, mm-hmm. because a lot of times, if I'm if I'm two years old, I can't drive a car. Yes. What's God gonna give me a, a car at two years old for? No, He has yes. when I'm 16 and get my license. Mm-hmm. I can have that car. So God is gonna give you what you need at the time you need it and how you can handle it. Yeah, yes. you handle it. You are aborted. Yeah, that's mm. not good. That's not good. That's like that key word that you said is walk. You know, yeah, I know we all yeah. had talked about in another group that the watching the servant, um, striving, uh, the pace of grace. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he said. The key word in there is the walking part. You know, mm-hmm. you miss everything when you're running. 
And so you got to slow down sometimes and just keep a steady pace. Just walk. Yes. Yeah. Just hearing everything that you two, even with the comment you just made, Jessica, and and all that Meredith just shared, you know what I'm hearing? To me, those are things and everything you're talking about is stuff that we people need to be doing, all of us, you know, especially those who are in that way space working these things out you know how is it work out your soul for your soul salvation yes. work out your life salvation as well you know like get your yes. house in order you know because i know sometimes people they hear the word wait and i know even you hear the conversation now you know people are like oh the church always tell you to wait wait well, like they said that's a bad thing but no a person who properly understands the concept of waiting it's not me it doesn't mean sit there twiddling your thumbs right do the work you know yes. saying while you're waiting you know what i'm saying you work to do, <laughs> do yeah you know yeah so waiting doesn't mean sitting down doing nothing. Waiting means preparation, you know, for preparation for what's coming, you know? Yes. And, so that, and that's everything that I heard and everything that Meredith just shared. And and even just with Jessica, you know, that, that walk with God, you know, as you're letting him prune you and, and purify you and just, you know, cause you to be, like she said, who you were really born to be, you know? That, 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 mm-hmm. that right there, I honestly believe that that alone, that one nugget alone, will address and potentially rectify uh, many of the issues that we see, you know what I'm saying? Just generally speaking in life and relationships overall, because a lot of times the issues that we face are because we're coming from a place of, 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 of fog, you know, and, and uncertainty and no clarity on who we are, like you said, what we want, how, what our views and our thoughts. And sometimes like, like uh, I heard you even mention um, Meredith about the whole thing about, you know, love is in there too. It's so funny because I saw someone make a poetry saying they're like, listen, is love enough? And they made a post about many of the different things that we need to be, you know, stirring up and kind of discussing and trying to find out about when we're pursuing somebody. But I'm like, OK, even though that's good, too. Right. To be yeah. able to find out the things about that individual. But know those things about yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? OK, you want to know what his thoughts on you or on how to pay the bills and how to do finances? What do you believe about that? What, what are your thoughts on that? Are your stance on that? So know, that, know your place, you know, know where you are and where you stand and your standards and what you believe, you know, exactly. know those things and kind of have some censoring on that. So, you know, that it's, wow. You, you said you said some stuff now. She was dropping some. Can I ask one question? Yes. And this might throw you out, but do you think you can love multiple people? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I think you can love multiple people, but if you're truly committed, the commitment should be to only one person. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have different types of love for people, but Mm -hmm. if you love yourself the right way, you'll commit to the one that is better for you. Um, There have been times where, you know, in the past I've, you know, talked to several people at a time, you know, just talking, just trying to get to know people. And you start to lean more towards if you're, if you know yourself and love yourself, you start to lean more towards talking to or spending more time trying to get to know someone that you know is better for you. So I believe it's 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 possible to be attracted to multiple people. It's even possible to have love for multiple people. But when it comes to the commitment part, when it comes to this is the, the person that I want to build a life with. There has to be a decision made there. Um, you, you have to be mature enough to make that decision and say, okay, this is the, the person that I feel is best for what God has called me to. Attract, you said the right word, attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that the devil is attractive too. Mm-hmm. He's very attractive, honey. Amen. He comes in, 
and be talking all that stuff. And you can mistake real love for attraction or for just, oh my God, I'm so drawn to this, but whatever you can mistake, you know, what is, uh, what I think my mom, she used to say, um, lust versus love. Oh yeah. Be lustful for many people. Exactly. Be lustful for many people. And lust is only enticing. It's yeah. only enticing to the eye at that moment. But the real meal deal mm-hmm. might not be what you so that's why we gotta have a relationship with God and our father yeah. first. Yeah. So that he can lead and guide us into everything and all the truth. So I you say the right word attraction. You can yes. attract so many, you can attract stuff. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. and, and, and you can also be attracted to people. So yeah. you can be attracted to a, a lot of things, but don't mistake it for what's true. Yeah. A type. A, a type. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Change don't, my type. Yeah, don't get it. Oh, hammers. Embrace it. Yeah. And, and, to, and to the point of submission as well. Um, and then I have a question for you, Meredith, before I forget. Um, when it comes to submission, a lot of people in the church don't talk about this, but a lot of reason why women are so staunchly against submitting is because they really don't trust themselves because mm-hmm. they have submitted to the wrong men in the past. Mm-hmm. They have submitted to abusers. Yes. They oh, have wow. submitted to cheaters. They have submitted to apostates. They have mm-hmm. submitted to men that Tom. mean them no good. So when it comes to the thought of submission, they automatically think I'm losing my power. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't mean that you're losing your power. It means that you are stepping into um the the levels and the um the programs and the and the systems that God has set in place. This yeah. is not something man-made. God God is the one that established that the man is supposed to be the head and that the woman is is supposed to submit to him. But also the man has a responsibility to take care of everything that's submitted to him. Yeah. So there's there again it has to be balanced. I have no trouble submitting to my husband because he has shown me and proved to me that he is worthy of being being submitted to. That's um, the part men lose is that you've got to first show yourself approved. And see, men forget that part. They like, oh, you just gotta submit. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. you got mm-hmm. to show yourself approved. How you gonna be the head and you don't think? Right. How you gonna be the head and you don't plan anything? How you gonna be the head and you can't reason without starting an argument? You know, mm-hmm. there's there levels to it. Yeah. And um, uh, Meredith, a question I have for you um, concerning the weight and concerning the um, experience that you have had in coaching other people and counseling other people concerning um, the waiting process and, and just navigating different parts of life. I want to ask you because I know you're a mother. Um, what is your biggest dream for your children concerning that and in, in using your life experience? Um concerning the waiting process um i think one of the the uh downfalls that i had was not listening to my village people want what's best for you you got to understand that other people that you trust outside of that your circle you know your circle with your your boyfriend or whoever they see more than you see and 9 times out of 10 they're correct Mm-hmm. My mommy, she was like, Mary, he ain't the one. Mm. Daddy, he ain't the one. Not that he's a bad person, nothing like that. He's just not the one for you. Right. And I'm like, y'all just, y'all just don't want me to be happy. I didn't listen to my village. Mm. My very big thing for my daughter I, and my son is that 
they always listen that they always have a relationship with God and listen to not only God because God was telling me the same thing. I just didn't listen. Right. <laughs> and it may and I and I and and really when I look back at it, it may not have been that it was a no completely. It was just not right then. Mm-hmm. The people that we were at that time could not handle being married to each other. Mm-hmm. But maybe down the line it would have been perfect but sometimes i think was it just somebody said sometimes you jump out before you're supposed to and then you mess up stuff i think that's what i was what we did so Mm -hmm. my dream would be for my children is that they always listen to god and they're always listening to their village not at the now you can seek counsel you can see really good counsel however and at the end of the day it's your decision however i would love for them to just listen and just take everything in. And especially with my mom, I knew she was a praying woman. I knew she saw, but I didn't want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. And so my dream is that they would keep me in the loop and they would they would listen and that they would listen to the village of people that, that truly, truly care about them. You know, and they would listen to God. So sometimes when you can't listen to God, other people are listening and they are hearing and they are seeing. Yes. So you got to keep your village going so amen amen i love that yes very important that's good well listen this has been an awesome dialogue listen i mean so many nuggets so much wisdom shared and insight listen i mean those who have uh need to check catch the replay you all you can not only catch the replay from tonight's show but also from any episode that we've done prior to this on our page at the godly view hashtag the soul sisters because mm-hmm. our guest was meredith has been dropping some wisdom nuggets and also my lovely sisters here i'm trying to tell you just awesome awesome um as even our our our, our, our sister here kwana um even said in the comments just sound advice you know mm-hmm. and so um i love it it's always a blessing to um dialogue with um those who share on this platform my sisters like i said and the guests that we have um, that God affords us the opportunity to connect with. And so, um, listen, and I see our brother up there, James. We see you up there. He comes on the Thank you so much, Meredith, for joining us. It's Thank been a pleasure. You. And um, any other closing thoughts before we wrap up? I know our brother's up here, but any other closing thoughts with any of you all before we wrap up? I just want to thank our guests for, for coming. Like, yes, um, I you. love you know, everything that you had to share and you, you do have very much a counselor spirit. So yeah. I pray that God continue mm-hmm. to bless you to be able to continue to give sound advice to people because they need it. Amen. Thank y'all for having me. I, I really enjoyed being with y'all. Yes, good times. Thank you. Thank you. For and I got some stuff too. I got, I got me, I was over here. I had my little thing that texts to when I hear something, I push this little thing so it can text it for me. Yeah. I got some stuff. Yes. Amen. Awesome. You all, for y'all, look, if y'all didn't catch nothing tonight, it's on y'all because I can honestly say I was sitting here in the corner listening to these ladies talk and this notebook right here. I'm telling y'all, I was taking notes all night long from what they were saying because they were dropping some nuggets all night long. Um, we thank our guest for coming in on tonight. We really appreciate her. To our sisters that aren't on here tonight, we really miss them and love them. Praying for safe travels. 
Fondre, and praying for Daisy. And also, you all can catch us on podcast. The podcast of this show will be dropping tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on every major podcast station. So please, ma'am, please, sir, go listen to it. And uh, you all, as I always say, as we close out, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments, meaning some things that we look at is bad. God is only turning it around for our good. Stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. So as we close out on tonight, we're going to close it out the same way that we opened up. See y'all. Yeah, we're so sick.